The Chicago White Sox lost to the Baltimore Orioles 4-3 in 11 innings on Thursday night. It was an ugly loss. The Sox gave the game away and Baltimore took advantage. The White Sox lost the series and could not capitalize on Cleveland losing their game against the Mariners. White Sox are back in town as they begin a three-game series tonight against the Arizona Diamondbacks. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Lockdown White Socks. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox, especially after Thursday night's game. A lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, it's Elvis night on the South side and Johnny Cueto is on the mound. Maybe that can spark some magic for the Sox. Don't expect to win if you give an opponent multiple chances to beat you. And why is Luis Roberts swinging with one hand and Andrew Vaughn hitting in the leadoff spot? A state of our White Sox, 63 and 62. Four games back in the AL Central chasing the Cleveland Guardians. There are 37 games left in the season. A White Sox lost to the Orioles 4-3 Thursday night. It was an ugly game. Sox really had no business of winning that game, but they had an opportunity. Uh, blew it. Uh, we will cover it. Uh, offense, pitching, defense. There's a lot to get to. Uh, a maddening game, uh, really, uh, heartbreaker, uh, but that is the way that this season has been going. Sox lose the series uh, and hopefully hopefully can get back on track at home uh, to a scuffling Arizona Diamondbacks team. Uh, the excitement really Friday night is you got Johnny Cueto uh, on the hill, and we'll talk uh, later in this episode. Uh, White Sox offense, uh, again, they had 12 singles on Wednesday night and won the game. Uh, it was their first win without an extra base hit since May 28, 2019. Uh, in that game, back in 2019, James McCann, remember him? He was three for four. Yonder Alonzo and Charlie Tilson had RBIs. That's how long ago it was. Uh, Luis Robert, uh, he suffered a bone bruise on a swing in the eighth inning uh, Wednesday night. And uh, coming into the finale, Robert had a 14-game hitting streak. Uh, Luis Robert, 
looked horrible, uh, really, in Thursday's game. Uh, multiple uh, at-bats and moments, uh, swinging with one hand, uh, yet he was still out there. Uh, this is what Tony La Russa said before Thursday's game regarding the bone bruise. Uh, that's the diagnosis, La Russa said. It's a bone bruise and you tap it, ouch, but it doesn't make it worse. It may stay sore, but it's not like you're tweaking a muscle or something. So uh, Robert was definitely in the lineup and boy, he looked like he was in pain. Uh, Aloy Jimenez returned to the lineup, coming back from being pelted by a 102-mile-per-hour fastball from Bautista on Tuesday night in that padded elbow. Thursday's lineup looked a little odd. You had Andrew Vaughn in the leadoff spot, I believe for the first time ever in his career. Kind of an odd choice there. Normally, it's a guy that can run, uh, but Vaughn penciled in at uh, the top spot. Uh, Gavin Sheets was in the two spot, another odd decision, uh, but coming into the finale, he was five for eight with three RBIs, had a really good series in Baltimore. Uh, Robert, of course, had that 14-game hitting streak coming in. Then you had Abreu Jimenez. Uh, he had the only home run uh, coming into Thursday's game, and he was back in the lineup. Uh, Mancata. Uh, we'll talk about him for sure in this episode. He was playing some uh, wonderful defense. And then you got Andrews, Harrison, and Zavala in the ninth spot. Three for five with four walks uh, in the series coming into Thursday's game. So first inning, uh, obviously a lot of discussion about Andrew Vaughn hitting in the top spot. He takes the first pitch he saw over the wall in center field quickly, one nothing White Sox. Then Gavin Sheets rips a single up the middle, and then Robert hits into a double play. Uh, then Abreu grounds out. Uh, Sox take a first-inning lead for the third game in a row. Uh, second inning, Mancata with a much-needed single, a broken 0-for-19 slump. Uh, third inning, Andrew Vaughn with a one-out double off the left field wall. Uh, would have been a home run last season, but again, the Baltimore Orioles moved back that wall and heightened it. Uh, Gavin Sheets with his second hit of the game. Runners at the corners for Robert. Uh, of course, he's got that bone bruise. He's also on that 14-game hitting streak. And Luis Robert hit into his second double play of the game. And that ends the threat uh, for the White Sox. Fourth inning, Aloy Jimenez with a base hit. Mancata with his second hit of the game. You've got first and second, only one out. Andrews and Harrison can't get the tying run across. Nothing doing in the fifth. So Sox with seven hits after five innings, but only one run uh, to show for it. Sixth inning, you've got Luis Robert. He flies out to center field, and he is just not looking right. Uh, if the first double play didn't tell the story, the second double play he hit into definitely did. And then that weak fly ball to center field. Uh, the swing was looking lazy. It was ineffective, and it only got worse as the game went on. Seventh inning, Sox waited until the seventh inning to tack on more runs on Wednesday night. Could that be the case again on Thursday? Romy Gonzalez with a bloop single to start things off. 
uh, looked to be a hit and run because uh, Gonzalez was off running to second. Elvis Andrews with a shot to first base, and Mountcastle could not make the play. First and second, nobody out. The Sox absolutely have to get this run in. Harrison hit a ground ball to shortstop. Uh, they got the force at second, then a wild throw to first, and Gonzalez scored to tie the game up at two. Uh, it was not pretty, but it got the job done. Zavala then hits into the third White Sox double play. Uh, eighth inning, top of the order to lead things off. Andrew Vaughn with a swinging bunt. Uh, not a good start. Then hometown boy Gavin Sheets crushed a 2-0 pitch off the right field wall for a double. His third hit of the game. Uh, looking for Robert to have a productive at-bat here. And here, here we're seeing Luis Robert in the eighth, essentially swinging with one hand. Uh, he manages to hit a grounder to first, and Sheets moves to third. And then we've got August Abreu. After committing two errors in the game uh, up until this point, Abreu comes through with a base hit through the left side. Uh, Sheets scores. Sox take a 3-2 lead. Uh, really could have used an insurance run in the ninth, uh, but nothing happened there. Uh, of course, this game went into extras. A 10th inning, Baltimore Orioles uh, bring in their closer, Bautista, and he is nasty. He is dangerous, throwing 100 miles an hour plus with movement. Uh, Harrison, of course, is that ghost runner at second base. Uh, Zavala pops up in foul territory for the first out. Uh, then Engel, he could get some sweet redemption here, but he flies out to right, and then Sheets struck out. Uh, no way did I think the Sox were going to have an opportunity uh, after they failed, but they did as they held the Orioles. We'll talk about it in a moment. Uh, 11th inning for the White Sox. You, you got to get this ghost runner in. Uh, Bautista's still in the game, though, unfortunately, Luis Robert leading off, and he struck out. Uh, pretty much he swung with one hand. The replay showed it. Uh, I mean, he just looks like you know he can't even compete. I, I don't understand why he uh, was out there uh, with how his attempts were throughout the game. Uh, absolutely unreal. Uh, Abreu pops up into the infield. Jimenez grounds out. Sox failed to score a man from second in back-to-back -back opportunities. I have not seen that very often. I mean, I have seen uh, where, you know, the away team will score a run and then the home team scores a run. Okay, and then we go again into the 11th. But, I mean, two opportunities to get a guy from second home and they could not do it. Uh, White Sox offense, three runs, 11 hits, zero walks, three strikeouts. Three extra base hits. The Sox were two for 13 with runners in scoring position. They left seven runners on. Uh, Gavin Sheets was three for five Thursday night, eight for 13 uh, in the series. Uh, there was a lot of blame to go around, but extra attention will be paid to Adam Engel and Liam Hendricks. I'm going to tell you why the Sox deserve to lose. More on that in a moment. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs, find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. 
Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. So Lance Lynn was on the hill for the White Sox. Uh, first inning, he had a rough, rough inning. Uh, with one out, he gave up a two-run home run to Santander. And quickly, that one nothing lead that the Sox had was erased. It was 2-1 Baltimore. Again, much like Tuesday, Baltimore answered back. Uh, Lynn did get back-to-back strikeouts to end the inning. However, he threw 30 pitches in the first. Uh, second inning, Yoan Mankata made a very fluid, all-in-one motion play to cancel out a bunt. Uh, there was a chance he might have been hurt uh, on that play, bent over, uh, kind of grimacing a little bit, but he stayed in the game. More on that in a little bit. Uh, with two outs, Abreu was not able to make a catch in foul territory. It was over-the-shoulder type of grab that he's made before. Uh, it popped right out of his glove. Uh, Lance Lynn basically just has to throw more pitches. Uh, got a strikeout to end things. Third inning, Mullins, speedster, gets on but is thrown out trying to steal second. Then another great play by Yoan Mankata as he had a range back towards short uh, left field, really testing out those legs. Uh, Lynn able to hold off the Orioles. Fourth inning, Uh, Andrew Vaughn flashes some leather out in left field. Lynn with six strikeouts after four innings. Only three hits allowed so far, but one of them was, of course, that two-run home run. 75 pitches uh, after the fourth. He might not be long for this one. Uh, Fifth inning, uh, there we see the uh, end result of not only that that hustle play by Moncada on the bunt, but then running out to short left field. Uh, to grab that fly ball. Mancata left the game with left hamstring tightness. Not only had he had a couple hits, but he was playing some great defense and really did the entire series. Sox say he is day-to-day. So Harrison moved to third. Gonzalez came in to second base. Lynn with a strikeout to start off the fifth and managed to get out of the inning with just a one-run deficit. Baltimore still, at this point, only three hits. Uh, sixth inning, 90 pitches on Lance Lynn's arm as he starts the inning. Got to get a couple of quick outs. Uh, looked to be in pain after his eighth strikeout of the game, kind of holding his side, twisting a bit. Uh, LaRusa and Kruk came out to check on him. He stayed in the game, and on his 100th pitch, he induced a weak infield flyout. A pretty nice uh, outing for Lance Lynn, I got to say. Six innings, three hits, two runs, only one earned. A walk, eight strikeouts. His ERA, 5.00. And, of course, he threw 100 pitches on the nose. It was a quality start. Really just one bad inning. Uh, it was the first inning. So in the seventh, Ronaldo Lopez comes in. Sox just tied the game up in the top half, so looking for a very quick inning here. Allow the Sox to get the bats going again. Fly out, strike out, then fielded his position well on a comeback. It was a 1-2-3 inning. 
So eighth inning, Sachs just took the lead. This is a, this was a critical, critical moment uh, when you're watching in real time. And Jimmy Lambert got the call on this one, 94 miles per hour in the corner, then a 77 mile per hour, a 12 to six curveball, then a sweeping slider for the strikeout. Outstanding sequence. One batter, one out. Uh, got the speedster Mullins to fly out to left field, then Rutschman to pop out to third. You know, Jimmy Lambert, another amazing performance in a high leverage situation. Uh, here we go, ninth inning. Boy, you could pretty much do an entire episode on this ninth inning. Liam Hendricks comes in the game, uh, and this is a save situation. Uh, he had pitched the previous uh, game, of course, and uh, can't afford to give up a two-run home run like he did Wednesday night. A uh, Little did we know what was coming. Uh, on a full count... He got Santander to pop out to Zavala. That was a huge out. Uh, now it's Mountcastle. Big strikeout on a slider. We have two outs. Uh, Stowers swings at the first pitch. Engel was racing towards foul territory in left field. It looked like he maybe overran the ball a little bit. But he had the ball in his glove. It popped out of his glove. So you got new life for the Baltimore Orioles. You can cut the tension with the knife. And with two strikes, Stowers hits a game-tying solo home run to center field. Hendricks gets the third out with a strikeout. Unbelievable. When I saw that happen and that ball popped out of Ingles' glove, I just had that sick feeling. I said, you know what? Baltimore's going to capitalize on this. And that's a play Angle makes. And I know he feels absolutely terrible, blah, blah, but you know, Hendricks, you can't give up that home run either. And how often does Hendricks do that? Probably not terribly often. It just seems like when, when you need him to get that third out, uh, shut them down, he lets them have life. And boy, did they ever. 10th inning, Joe Kelly uh, comes in. Odor uh, with a bunt. Kelly fields the ball and sends like a lazy rainbow toss to first base. Runners are safe at first and third. Uh, Harrison with a wonderful leaping grab at third. Uh, then through home to get the first out. Nice play by Harrison. A fly out to center for the second out. And then runners at second and third for Mullins. And he grounds out. How about that? 11th inning. Again, the Sox failed to score, and uh, and they're and they're part of the tenth, and they're part of the eleventh. You just had a feeling like, yeah, I don't think this is going to last too much longer. Deekman comes in, and then you got a leadoff single uh, for Baltimore. Or runners on the corners, nobody out. Santander ends with a shot to center field. Sox lose four, three, and eleven innings and lose the series. Uh, heartbreaking, heartbreaking game. Uh, Sacks commit three errors, and that Adam Engel error, uh, that was tough. But then you coupled it with, you know, Hendricks giving up a home run to center field, two-out home run. Uh, it was unbelievable, but you know, that's how it's been going for the White Sacks in 2022. Hey, it's Elvis Knight, and Johnny Cueto is on the mound. I'm going to tell you why the Diamondbacks will be caught in a trap. More on that in a moment. The Arizona Diamondbacks are 56 and 67. They come to town for a three-game series. Uh, Cleveland will be battling with the Seattle Mariners. 
Friday night, Johnny Cueto is on the hill. If you have an opportunity to get to the game and you're on the fence, it's supposed to be a beautiful day, a mid-70s, and you got a Johnny Cueto start. In a season with ups and downs, uh, you know, and you don't know what to expect from this team. Uh, Cueto is, you know, he's been pretty consistent. Uh, he has been a, a human highlight reel, the magic man. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him. I'll be uh, at the game Friday night. It's also Elvis night uh, and it's Elvis Andrews' birthday, which is a, an odd situation. Elvis's uh, first uh, home game, first game on the South side. Uh, so we'll see what happens. You know, again, on paper, the Sox should be able to take care of business against the Diamondbacks. But, you know, we've been talking about that all season long, especially after the All-Star break with this uh, supposed easy schedule uh, that the Sox have. Uh, but it's hey, it's now or never. Uh, every game is really a playoff game. Sox uh, have to capitalize. Sweep the Diamondbacks and then, you know, see what happens between Cleveland and Seattle. Thanks so much, folks, for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, the Locked On MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever uh, you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I will recap the weekend that was and hopefully be talking about a series sweep for our White Sox. Really appreciate you making time for the Locked on White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.